Okay, everybody, welcome to this first episode of The Hot Seat in July of 2020. And this is the hot seat in its purest form yes, today. Yes, yes. I don't think they knew that they were going to be pulled in here right yeah. off the bat. Megan Honig, our new associate pastor on her first day at work, um, she has a half an hour before the next thing she has to be at, and we have sat her down in the hot seat so that you can get to know her. Say hi, Megan. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, so how does it feel to be here on your first day of work? It's, You've worked so hard to get here. Yes, it, I have. It's been a long road of school and figuring out my calling and everything, so it's a little surreal, a little nervous, but... Wow. Yeah, so, so, so let's talk a little bit about, you were at a youth retreat in yeah. your senior year of high school. Tell us about the moment, the first moment you knew you were called to ministry at that retreat to what, what brought you to this point in terms of academics, where you've lived, the decisions you've made. Yeah. So I was, when I got my call, I was at a youth um, event in Carlinville, Illinois, I believe is where it was. Um, it's called YAR Youth Annual Retreat, which was a big uh, meeting of United Methodist kids from our uh, conference. And so we were there and it was, I believe, Saturday night worship and Pastor Bev was preaching and she gave an altar call at the end. And I don't even think I had ever experienced an altar call before. I didn't even know what it was. And so she said, if you feel like you want to give your life to Christ, come over here. And if you feel called to ministry, come over here. And I heard God in my head say, Go. And it wasn't like some big booming, like God go. Like I didn't hear His voice, but it was like my own thought in my head that said go. But I didn't put that thought there, um, so I knew it was God. And I was like, no way, <laughs> like, I, I do not want to be a pastor. I do not like that. Sounds awful. <laughs> and He just kept saying, that sounds awful. Yeah, I was like, no, thank you. We really do <laughs> look like a miserable yeah, bunch. No. Yeah. no, but He just kept saying go, like, go up there. And I was like fine, I guess I will. And I went up there and I, I told Pastor Bev, I think I'm called to ministry. And she just cried and hugged me and prayed over me. And it was awesome. But I was still kind of nervous after that, like probably not fully committed. Like I'm not going to go home and tell everyone. I don't know. I was still, still very nervous. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so then I texted uh, my pastor, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Wang. Yes, wow. so she was here. Yeah. She was my pastor at the time. She yeah. was um, amazing. So I texted her and I was like, I need to talk to you. She was like, okay, let me put Hudson in bed. And so I went over to her cabin a couple hours later um, and I told her what happened. And she said, you know, I thought this was going to happen. Like she knew, I think she knew that I was called to ministry before I did. Mm. Um, so that was really affirming that she, she knew. And I, I mean, I didn't know what was going on, um, but I told her and she prayed over me and we talked about um, college and seminary and everything and kind of tried to figure out a little bit of a path for me. Um, so then um, graduated high school. And then that fall, I went to Western Illinois University in Macomb, um, which was amazing. And I loved it. Mm. Um, I was in a sorority and involved with the Wesley Foundation there. Uh, my major was recreation, park and tourism administration. Wow. So basically like fun and like programming and all that kind of stuff. It was, so, it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So well, there's a, there's an interesting um, tie in with some of the other people we've talked to is that an experience that they didn't think was going to be enjoyable. You know, like you said, like, you know, you got the calling and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That, that, being a pastor, no. And, and we heard that um, last week about something that like somebody just was like, no, like God, no, really? Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. But it turns out that so much joy like came from that, 
the first initial impression yeah. of um, what God was asking you to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And so you then went into college with your call to ministry in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so then how did you decide on your major? Um, well, I was, I wanted to be an accountant before I um, got my call. And then I was like, why would I do accounting when I could do something fun if I'm just going to go to seminary? Because you don't need like a specific religion degree or anything right. to go to seminary. So that's what I did. My minor was religion, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so in college, you were part of the Wesley Foundation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the head of the Wesley Foundation? Um, it was Chuck Hillman first. And then I think either my second or third year there, he, um, started pastoring a different church and then we got Mark Hendrickson who he was um I think he was a candidate in our um conference for ministry but I think he moved but yeah they were both really great that's awesome and so then you were in a sorority what sorority mm-hmm. I was in Phi Sigma Sigma Phi yes. Sigma Sigma was, I loved it all my best friends um to this day are all Phi Sig so that's great fun. yeah so then what were some of the things that you did in college with the Wesley Foundation that were formative um, we went on some camping retreats and I mean, just um, like worship on Wednesday nights were really awesome. Just the people I met there. And yeah. was it in college that you did the, you worked at a church for a while as a secretary? Yeah. So I was the secretary of Good Hope United Methodist Church for my, um, I think my sophomore and junior year. Yeah. Oh, like during, during the week? All, yeah, all yeah I went like once a week and did emails and the bulletin and all that stuff. So. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Charge is... conference paperwork. No like, kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You jumped into that before you even were <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's madness. So then, um, and you also did some internships with the conference. Yes, I did one um, at Ogden and Broadlands UMCs. They were right outside Champaign. So I lived with um, the pastor, Kathy there and her husband. And, um, that was really fun. I like preached for the first time there and did some stuff with the youth ministry and yeah, it was a good time. That's great. And so then you were already thinking, planning on seminary after college. Mm -hmm. And then how did you choose Asbury? Um, Sarah and Gabe went there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They said that's where to go. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, I didn't put a whole lot of research into seminaries. Sarah and Gabe said to go there. And I mean, I wanted to be somewhere um, a little further than home. So Garrett and all this stuff closer. I don't know. I just feel like I would come home too often. I wouldn't get the full seminary experience, you know? Yeah. So I need to be a little further away. And Asbury was honestly, it just felt right. I went there and visited with Sarah once when she had an intensive. So. Wow. Yeah. So did she, Loved it. I wonder if she knew like back then that she was preparing the person to take over. And I carry know. Over ministry. Isn't that crazy? Is it, that whole thing is crazy. Yeah. You texted her right away. Yeah. She took you to Asbury. I mean, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's, that works for us. Great. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, definitely. we're, we're yeah. definitely happy with that. <laughs> so then, um, at Asbury, so you were there four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and so what were some of your favorite classes? Um, I took Theology and Practice of Healing with Dr. Siemens, and that wow. was awesome. We talked about healing ministry and um, just how to care pastorally for people who are hurt and healing, um, and that was really neat. I think Worship Leadership was another one that I took that I really liked. Talked about the church calendar and um, worship design and planning. Um, what else? So, um, so then who taught that worship class? I can't think of her name right now. Okay, she was awesome. Not Stacy Minger. No, it was Stacy Minger. Okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. How yeah. did you guess that? <laughs> well, I, when I was, I was so I was working on my doctorate there, 
And she was one of my dissertation coaches. Okay. Yeah. She's, she she was taught great. our preaching classes. Yeah. 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 She was good. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. And so, yeah, you were at Asbury and I was on the board of Fortnite Ministry. This is how I met you. Yeah. And then I went down there to just visit seminary students to try to make sure, hey, you still planning on coming back? Like, <laughs> yeah. you should come back. And that's where we met, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, that was, what year was that? 2018? Um, Probably fall yeah. 2018. Yeah. 2018, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Great, yeah, that was really cool. And you put yourself through seminary. You worked, mm-hmm. did you work yeah, full-time? Yeah, almost full-time, yeah, at Target. That's Ever, cool. Like, I started in October um, of 2017. I got there in August, and I left May of this year. So. And and you went got through in four years? Mm-hmm. You had to be so tired the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, one thing that I got out of seminary that I wasn't expecting, um, was a lot of mental toughness because I, I mean, I would go to work all day and then come home and go to class and then do assignments all night. Like I really pushed myself and I don't know, I'm really thankful for that. You know, that was one of the things just as we were talking the last few months was I'm like, man, this, she must have an amazing work ethic. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> I, t- I text you on a Saturday, you're like, yeah, just got off a whatever eight hour shift to Target, and it was like I don't know, like two in the afternoon or something like yeah, this. I mean, yeah. you got up and had worked all yeah, day, and you're yeah. getting ready to go do some seminary work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now you're just gonna have one job. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. <laughs> so, so, do you have a lot of red shirts from working at Target? I in, in uh, um uh, I khaki kept, pants. I kept one Target T-shirt because it's really comfortable and I sleep in it. But I gave all the rest to my coworkers and said, <laughs> "You guys can have it." Wow. Good. <laughs> so, what are your favorite? Like, so you've you've done and you did an internship at a, a like a big Anglican church. I did. Yeah, my. I think between sophomore and junior year, I applied for an internship in. Um, the Houston area and they didn't give me that, but they said like, I'm so sorry, we can't hire you, but there's this other one in Dallas that you should look into. And so um, I applied to that. And so I was in a really big youth ministry for a whole summer um, under um, Aaron Buttery. He's a, do you know him? I know him through Sarah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And he is amazing. Like an amazing youth pastor and he does so much. Um, So I was under him and I learned a ton I had two other interns with me and um, another guy there for youth ministry, James. But it was a, an amazing summer. I spent probably at least at least eight hours with students a week, which is kind of a lot in youth ministry. Well, honestly, probably more like 12. I don't know. Yeah. It was a lot. But yeah. I learned so much. We went to Colorado, and so I drove a 15-passenger van to Colorado. Oh, so yeah. So I'm skilled in that. Oh, I put yeah. that in my resume. Oh, um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I loved... Um, getting an experience that wasn't here at Methodist church. Um, Anglican is similar, but it was really neat to be in like a high church kind of thing. Oh, that was like a high it church? It was super high church. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Cause it was a newer church, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. Cause yeah. The, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if they were still doing the high church stuff with the mm-hmm. newer ones or not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, um, fast forward to you graduated in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you went to no, Galesburg for a bit? Yeah, yeah. Just hung out at home with my parents and their dog. Just so speaking of, of, so you grew up in Galesburg? hmm Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you're, talk, tell us about your family of origin, like like your siblings and all that. Yeah, my parents, Steve and Tammy, um, I don't know, they raised me. They're great. I love them. My dad's <laughs> a mailman. My mom is a secretary at a doctor's office. 
Um, and then my brother Tyler is two years older than me. He's 27. And my sister, or no, 28, 29, something like that. I don't know. My sister is, um, she'll be 22 in October and she goes to Kent State in Ohio. So, okay. Yeah. So, were you a middle child, Tim? Yes, I am the middle child. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. My brother is uh, almost 10 years younger than me. So, oh, wow. okay. there's, a, there's a big, there's yeah. a big gap in, yeah. um, uh, generational stereotypes do apply. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm the second of four got an older brother, younger brother, younger sister. And so you, we are part of a dying breed. Like, uh, yeah. um, the middle child phenomenon is disappearing because people are having less kids. Yeah. Yeah. And so, True. yeah. Or more kids. So then it's hard to have, you know, oh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the exact one in the middle. Yeah. Some people are really cranking them out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you moved, then you moved to, uh, Washington, uh-huh. like last week or the yeah, before? last Friday. Oh my so gosh, here, yeah, about a week. Yeah, so have you ever been to Washington before this? Yes, my aunt and uncle lived here, um, uh, probably 10 ish years. I think they live more towards Pekin now, but they live around here. So I've been here a couple times, but I don't know it super well. Yet. So have you have you driven around at all? I mean, around town, I did like, so that like I could ask, like, what was the most shocking thing? of just driving around town that you like noticed. I don't know. Shocking things. I don't know. The square, or the, I don't know if it's the square or the circle. You drive in a circle, yes. but it's a square. Yes. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and you really got to spin off at just the right moment. It's like, Oh, I know. Shit, I, I know. It. Like missed it. You got to go around again. Yeah. No, the square was really cute. I'm looking forward to going down there with someone. And they have some great shops. Yeah. They looked really cute. And I got a ton of gift cards from all the go groups. That was so sweet. So I'm going to go. Oh, that's spend awesome. Them down there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that is wonderful. So yeah, we have yeah very loving people, and I know they're excited to meet you. So what do what do you think? I mean, a lot of life is finding out what how God is operating within us at different seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So you might feel like at this age, you know, you know, my main spiritual gifts are this, or my main spiritual passions are. Then, like ten years later, like you know, God is using me with different spiritual gifts, different passions. What? of what you know of yourself so far, what are your spirit? What are your passions for ministry? What do you feel like your spiritual gifts are? If you had to say right now, um, spiritual gifts, it'd be like relating and listening to people, make them feel seen and heard and loved. I think I'm, I'm really gifted in that. And people have told me that too. So I cool. guess I'll go with that. Um, a passion I have is intergenerational ministry. So that means it's not just, oh, we have multiple generations in our church. It's about really integrating them in a really um, like intimate way. At my the church that I was attending in Kentucky, I was in what you guys would call a grow group, um, but just a community group, I guess is what we called it. But it was me and my friends, Debbie and Greg, and they were, I think they're in their 60s or 70s. And then there was a lady in her 40s and then a couple in their 30s and then me and a couple either in their 20s. And I just got so much out of it because when you're in a group with just people your age and you're talking about your problems and what you're going through, I mean, you can learn from each other, but you're all going through it together. And I think I really benefited, benefited from people who've already been through my situation and like, oh, this happened to me and this is how it turned out and I can help you pray through this and everything. So I think being in community with people older than you and younger than you is really um, beneficial in important ministry. So that's something I would like to bring yeah, I here. Would, I would definitely agree with that because, yeah. you know, when you're in a group and you've, and somebody in the group's been through what you've been through, mm-hmm. but have come, 
has come out of it, yeah. they can kind of feel which stage you're in. Like you might think you're, you're, you've still got a long way to go through whatever you're going through, but they may feel that, no, you're, you're, you're coming out yeah, of it and they can help definitely. you really get through that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gift. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Oh, that's exciting. So what are you most excited about coming to Crossroads? Like what do you, what part of ministry are you most excited about? Um, I'm excited just to meet everyone. I'm excited to meet the youth group. I think youth ministry is, um, just what I've had the most experience in. So I know it the best. Um, but I think teenagers and kids are awesome. So I'm excited to meet that. Um, and also getting just used to preaching and being like a worship leader and service and stuff. Um, I don't know. I want to see how God uses that in me. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's a question. This is a total hot seat question. <laughs> so um, how did you feel when you found out? Cause like there's, I don't know how many, maybe a hundred churches in our conference. how did you feel? When you found out you were coming to Crossroads. Okay. Funny story. So when I found out Sarah was being reappointed from her and I texted her and I'm like, oh, how are you feeling? This is great. And I was like, haha, what if I was appointed to Crossroads? And then I was, I was like, no way. I would never <laughs> No, I could never fill your shoes. Like they're going to go from Sarah, pastor, amazing Sarah Wang to like Megan, this weird seminary kid that just came out, like with no skills. Like I, I would never want to fill your shoes. Like no way. And then yeah. And then it happened. I'm like, well, I guess they're getting me, but it, it is cool because Sarah's there to, um, kind of guide me and help me and do it. And I knew you and I mean, I had some of a connection to a church. So I think God really, um, planted the seed there to get me here. So, yeah, but I am excited to be here. I was happy to find out. Well, you know, I'm excited too, because, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I was 26 when I got out of seminary. Is that how old you are? Yeah. 26. Yeah. And so I remember going into a church and with all this energy, all this enthusiasm, and um, it was going through some tough stuff, right? And, um, and it was tough. And um, I just have thought, man, if, if I'm ever working with somebody at that stage, like straight out, excited, I'm like, what do I want to do to help it be a great experience? Yeah. Right? Because so many people, they go in and then they, it's like not what they thought and they burn out. And so I felt like, um, you know, I'm like, you know, you're starting your first day of ministry today. Mm-hmm. I'm starting my 20th year wow. of ministry today. That's crazy. Yeah. And so I've thought a lot over the past few years, like, how can I help people that were at the stage I was at with all this passion and energy that are just coming into the ministry? Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to have you here just because I feel like there's such an opportunity. And especially, I think one of, the, one of our strengths as a church is that we are truly, we are the oldest church in Washington. Oh, I right? know that, yeah. Yep, Washington was started in 1825. We have been uh, serving God in this community since 1828. Wow. Jesse Walker, oh the circuit rider, started this church with the founder of the town, Robert Mulholland. Wow. Oldest church in Washington. And so we have been able to be a multi-generational church for 200 years, right? That's crazy. And so a lot of churches, like uh, they're one generation, but that generation is is dying out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of churches are going to close, right? Yeah. A lot of new churches are one generation and it's all people in their 20s, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. we have this beautiful thing of a, being a multi-generational church. And, um, and I know that we were talking at one time and you said intergenerational ministry. And I'm like, Wow. I mean, 
for a young person to have that passion, I'm like, that's what we need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. We need someone who, you know, you don't have to, we've got a great youth pastor, so you don't have to run the youth ministry, but you, uh, you can be a a pastor to them and you want to be in ministry with people of all generations. Yeah. So that's just a great, exciting, great, exciting thing. So yeah, Tim, any final questions before we, not really. I mean, I, I, I just was thinking about, you know, when I came on staff, uh, many years ago <laughs> that, that the coolest part about the, what the thing was, is, um, you know, I had just come for the interviews and things. So I really didn't really get to see a lot of the church building. Yeah. And then when Will handed me the keys and he's like, yeah, you should just come in like on Saturday and just like go exploring. Right. And so there was just like this, just like joy of like, just finding things out and yeah. discovering new things. And so um, I, I, I kind of pray for that for you, you know, to have like this joyful Thanks. discovery of, you know, the community and the building and the congregation and the people. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks. Yeah. Sure will. yeah. And so um, I would say um, anybody listening that's in a small group or a girl group, if you, Megan would love to come and just meet you, get to know people. It's going to be one of her big, uh, priorities in the first six months, especially just getting to know people. And she would love to do that. So, but we're asking everybody, if your group uh, could, wants to have her come and just hang out, she'd love that to meet you. Uh, just email Angie at Angie at WashingtonCrossroads.com. She's the pastor assistant among other things. And so then she can look at Megan's calendar and your times and figure out a time when Megan can come and just sit around, have some food. If you're having food or yep. just chat, talk about spiritual things or just life and, um, and you're looking to get a dog soon, right? Yes. Yes. I'm on the waiting list for, um, a miniature dachshund. So like a little wiener dog. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh Hopefully gosh. by this fall, but we'll see. Yay. That's exciting. Yeah. And so next week you're going to be preaching or yeah. people are going to listen on Monday or Tuesday. And then like, so you'll be preaching this coming week and, uh, really excited about that. You let me read some of your preaching class sermons, and I thought, oh, that would just fit so perfectly with our sermon series, but also just a great introduction of you to our church. So very much looking forward to that. And so we've got to get to a staff lunch at at one of our favorite staff lunching places. Yes. Keps. Yes, Keps. The wonderful Keps and the wonderful Sarah that always takes care of us. Yeah, Sarah (laughs) Keps. She's awesome. And the Hiders, it's a great deal. Who own it? Wonderful um, church members. So... All right. Thanks for sitting in the hot seat. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I know we're throwing like so much at you this first day. It's okay. It's kind of just like this. I'm just kind of wondering, how's she going to stand up to all this information overload? You're doing great. You're you're doing great. I mean, it's been all right. right, It's been a fire hose and you're doing great. So, all right. Pray for Megan as she gets situated and uh, she'll meet you very soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified of our most recent content. If you have any comments or questions for us, feel free to jump over to WashingtonCrossroads.com. Thank you again and have a great week.